0: welcome to rss the revolutionary sports front your dirty nasty and controversial sports talk podcast for all things detroit sports and sports worldwide here are your hosts tony joey frank and gerard four lifelong friends born and raised in south detroit
1: But I'm not just going to go into the shed and put a bullet in my brain like what you're saying. I'm not going to do it. So I'm not doing it yet. I'm not doing it yet. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Episode 42 of the Revolutionary Sports Front. And it has been a month. But um, better late than never. And the boys are back in town. And we are up against it um a lot has happened in the last month if you want to be technical tony just corrected me off air it's been a month and a half um just guys different schedules different things going on you got a guy that's married you got a guy in the core um just different stuff going on all over the place and there's no excuses we've we've put out 41 now 42 shows but um like i said we're here now and that's all that matters so what's up i got tony to my left jerry to my right joe via skype as always let's get a quick what's up in boys i missed you guys how's it going I'm here. I'm Jesus ready to
0: go. Sound alive. <laughs> no, that was rough. It's wow. a rough night. I'm sorry. You want to do that again?
1: or You had a rough What's night? What's up? How's it going? Jesus. Man. I barely have a voice that I'm here to do this shit. God. Nobody cares. A month cares. and a half, he sounds like he came out of a tomb. Okay. Boys. My man. Um, okay, so there's not enough hours in one day to, to cover all the stuff that's happened leading up to where we are now, so let's focus on where we're at. It's almost June. Um, it's what? What is say, The 28th? 29 yep 28th 28th of may and we got two finals that are approaching us hockey and basketball the NHL and the nba so uh obviously unless you've been living under a rock you know it's the penguins and the predators and it's the cavaliers and the uh warriors trilogy so what we want to do is be concise and be efficient we're going to do our thoughts on the two teams on both ends and uh our predictions for the fans so um who would like to start and we're gonna start with the nhl
0: hockey first yeah um I'll go first on this one. Counterclockwise. I probably watched the least amount of hockey at everybody in the group. I think this game uh, series pretty much just comes down to whether or not Nashville has the poise. I think Nashville, the way Renee's playing, it might be the better team right now. And they definitely have the crowd atmosphere down in uh, Smashville. But it's going to come down to whether or not Nashville has the poise to hang with a team that's uh, battle weary and uh, tested in the finals. You know what I mean? It's a huge stage. And sometimes when teams get there, like they have this magical run and then when they get there the lights are just too bright no matter how much of a professional you really are. So, I mean, repeats are really hard, but I think the penguins
1: winning in 6. Nice All right. nice pick. Nice pick. Do you want me to go? I got some stuff up queued up. I'm ready to go. Okay, go ahead then. Okay. So, <clears throat> that's a pretty good uh so you picked the Pens and Six? Yeah, just because like uh, they've been there before. I got you. you. Okay, yeah, I thought about that too. But um, look, man, the Predators have something going on, and they they've had it for a couple of years now, um, and it's it's uh, and it's electricity, and they've had it for a couple of years. But I think they finally have the pieces to to back it up and actually go a step further, which they already have by by getting to the finals. You mentioned Smashville. I'm not going to call it that, even though I, I do want them to win. I'm not going to call it Smashville. I'll call it Nashville, and uh, that is an electric place to play. That goal horn is. Tremendous! The fans finally figured out um, what the rules are, and they're into it. Octopus, you guys it's see predator, this? Man. It's, just, it's a predator, man. It's just—it's a predator. That's a fish. That's, that's all I can think of. But um, no, man, uh, they got—they got an electric atmosphere. Um, even though they won't have the home ice advantage, um, I think when they do play there, they'll be good. They've proven to be able to play on the road too. Real quick though, before uh, before I make my prediction, I want to give a a, just a quick shout out to the Ducks and the Senators. Both those conference finals were um, very fun to watch. I followed them closely, and uh, both those teams took it really far. Ottawa seven, and they almost um, they almost pulled it off on the road. It was a great double overtime game. And then with Anaheim, I'll tell you what, man. As much as I wanted Nashville to win, and they got you know you can't change the past. I think um, by having the backup goalie in there for the Ducks. They, um, There was three goals in that game six when Nashville won that were just inexcusable. Um, they got very fortunate to get those two uh, goals to go up early at home. Um, I think that if um, pound for pound, the right thing would have happened. They might have had a game seven at the pond, but they don't. And so, uh, yeah, man, I think Nashville, it's going to be a tough test for them. They've never been there, and most can pick the hungry electric, electric team and uh, hope for some parity in the league, hope for something new. Give those guys down there something to cheer for. I don't want to see the Penguins going to win. I finally think Nashville can do it. I'll take six games too, but I'm taking the Predators.
2: All right, Joe, out to you. So uh, this is going to be a tough series. The, the Penguins, you know, with all their experience, don't forget they're also very, very banged up. Well, no um, the real, Enough the real shit. question is. Uh, do you think so? The real question is how long can they they hang on? You know, what I'm saying like they're they're they've seen to be able to win by the skin of their teeth. Uh, out of the last couple series, um, and personally, I think it's been a couple teams that lack uh, some true defensive depth. Like that, you know, that Ottawa had a pretty good defense. Uh, Eric Carlson's a great, great defenseman, but I think defensively, he's not as good as he is offensively. And now you go to Nashville, where you face a team that has a very strong defensive uh, defensive mindset, defensive core, and their goalie is uh, second to none right now in the postseason. I thought throughout the postseason. He was the uh, the ultimate, you know, goaltender. And you talk about playing against someone with experience. Uh, they picked apart Chicago in four games, and there's no one with more Stanley Cup final playoff experience than the Chicago Blackhawks right now. So uh, it, it's going to be tough, you know. I, I'd say if it, it, it'd be it be a much probably a much better series for Nashville if they had Ryan Johansson uh, in the lineup. Is he not coming back? But, but he's no, he's uh he's done for the playoff. What about the captain? Uh he, he should be back. Mike Fisher will be back. Okay. You know what is so, interesting
0: uh, uh, about this whole Nashville thing? Brief side point is like as soon as they they traded PK Subban and Shea Weber, right? That was this team. Yeah, Nashville couldn't get it done with Shea Weber because he was, I, in my opinion, always trying to just clobber people instead of actually playing the game. Sometimes, and somehow Subban could have gotten done in Montreal. You flip flop, and all of a sudden, it all seems to click for Nashville. I'm just interesting yeah. point to think about. Well, what yeah, I thought it, it was funny—it's the styles of play,
2: you know. I think Sub- well, Weber's a fantastic defenseman back in the nineties. Well, Suban is probably a better defenseman today just because of the way you gotta move the puck. I mean, I would take anything from away from Weber. You gotta have a guy that can crush people, protect your lineup, and have a booming slap shot from the point. The but 90s. you know you know, moving the puck out of your zone and getting the puck going up ice. I mean, the hockey is getting so much faster every year and, and Suban really is he able to move the puck? Uh That's actually a really know, good point, Joe. As they either with his speed or with his passing ability.
0: As they limit the hits, it's just going to get faster the way. in like college football teams are just getting faster and smaller. It's not all about size anymore. If you can't move, you're kind of. I just like the way.
1: I like the way he refers to the team. Like he, oh, he have been good. Like in the nineties, like, I I know what he means by that. It's just like such a funny thing to say because that was so yeah, long it was, like, no, oh, what, years ago, but, like twenty years ago. I know ago what now. you mean. It's like yeah, yeah, in like, yeah. the 97, 98 team or something like
2: that. But yeah, well, I, it, I even you. like the mid-two thousands. I remember, you remember that Carolina Edmonton finals? I mean, they were doing nothing but hitting each other. I mean, it was it was a battle of attrition. It was one of those brutal. Who was the uh, like, a finals I've ever Goalie seen. Goalie
0: for that Oilers team. I was trying to think of the other day. I didn't want to Google it. I know you know this, Joe. Because we lost to that Oilers team, right? We won the President's Trophy and then lost to them.
2: Oh, it's a... Uh, um,
0: it's not Jonas Hiller. That was for the Ducks. No, he's an older guy. Was it Mickey
2: no. Was it
0: no. Javi no. Javi no. Haby Bullen had the did the know. Tampa Bay.
1: Well, we'll look it up. We'll look it up. I don't want to kill Joe's momentum though. Okay, the, the, the whole point is we're so, Subban's a great player, but that's not the only reason the Predators are here. Let's not lose focus.
2: Okay. So no, yeah, the the so when I when I look at key players, I look at key players in both series. I see Phil Kessel in Pittsburgh, and I see Pecorino in Nashville. Uh, that to me, I I think that's the key battle. I think that's the key matchup is is Ken Phil Kessel score as often. Uh, on Pecorino as he did the other goaltenders uh, throughout the playoffs. Cause I mean, he's, he's put some pretty devastating shots in and Pecorino has been a fucking wall. So uh, when it comes down to it, I think, uh, man, I, I think Nashville is just, just on a mission right now. They've got, you know, they say offense wins the games, defense wins the championships. Uh, I got to pick Nashville. Um, I'm going to go seven games, seven games, Nashville. I think Pittsburgh just, Runs out of steam near the end there, and Nashville takes it.
0: You think Nashville would win a Game 7 in Pittsburgh?
2: I think so. I think they could. You know you what's know, funny about that question, Tony? Is people are saying, six. you think Pittsburgh's going to win a Game 7 in Detroit? True.
0: Speaking of Detroit, that was one thing I was surprised nobody brought up. If Pittsburgh wins this year, they will now be back-to-back champions. The last team to have done that was the Red Wings. Nobody's done it since us. It's been 20 years. Yeah, it's hard to repeat. Yeah. It's the hardest thing in sports.
2: You know, it's funny. Before Detroit, a lot of teams have done it, though. Like, you know, if, if you're good, you, you can usually last a couple years. Yeah, and we
0: actually kind of, like, our generation saw kind of the end of the repeats because there was Jordan had 10 yeah. in a row. Bad boys went back to back. Yeah. And, I mean, the Patriots last week doing a Super Bowl. But yeah, LeBron, I mean, you LeBron. look. You look at
2: the '80s. I mean, it was the Oilers and Montreal going back to back all the time. And then you look at early '90s, the the, the Penguins won a twice in a row. And so it wasn't very uncommon that a, a good team lasted like two or three years, knocked out a couple championships. Well, the other and the thing uh, is, pre was probably
1: a lot easier too. And NFL pre-salary cap.
2: Yeah. So so yeah. far,
1: Jerry thinks they are. Me and Joe think they are not. Tony. Well, a couple weeks ago, I met some guys from Chattanooga.
0: And I told them that if it came down to the Predators and the Penguins in the finals, there's no way I could root for the Penguins. So I'm going Predators in six with Frank. Okay. Yeah, I just. And Joe.
1: And Joe. Uh, I want to just say. Uh, you said seven, not six. Um, oh. The Predators have. I think they. what, the, Joe, I think it's safe to say they have at least three. If not four lines that could score, three definite, three for sure lines that can score uh, on offense. They do have the better defense with the in the goaltending. That's just if it can stay at least close to where it's been. I'd say it's way, way more yeah, stable. Yeah, Pecky way Reed more is playing st- out of his um, freaking mind. You know, mind, dude. the Penguins already had you know flurried that the whole drama right. happened, and um, you know that this Murray guy's is okay. Started. But um, yeah. I just think you know, that you know this you know Malkin Crosby. I'll call it. You know, it's not it's more than a gimmick because they're uh, world class players. But I mean. I just don't think they're deep enough to take Nashville in a seven-game series. I just I don't mean, think they I are.
0: Actually, I actually, logically, I think Nashville might be the smarter pick because I was like going with hot ten in the NHL, but the Penguins are just... Defense, goal. They just find a way to win. Depth. Death creep.
2: TLC yeah. style. The, yeah, the, the Penguins just like this This postseason, they, I, last postseason, they ran through everybody. I mean, they were healthy and it was just no contest, but... Right now, they just seem to wait to slime by everybody. You made the point, Joe.
1: Two seven, what is it? Two seven game series in a row, and with a six before that, right?
2: Yeah, and then somehow in these game sevens, they've won by only a goal. You know, it's it's, it's kind of like double overtime,
1: double overtime.
2: Yeah, so I think uh, a lot of minutes. Yeah, another guy that's playing out of his mind is extremely underrated, and no one really mentions as much is that Eckholm from uh, from Nashville. That defenseman, I mean, he he just. He tore Anaheim apart, like mentally, uh, just just the way he played. It was it was very very quiet, very very frustrating to play against as as a defenseman. I think uh, you're going to see that matchup against you know Pittsburgh's top line and, and see what he can do against them. But I mean, Ekholm, Ellis, Subban, a lot of good defensemen back there, and it's it you know see, see what see what Pittsburgh can do against them because I don't think they've seen a defense and goaltending combo like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, if Nashville doesn't poop their bridges, I think they can win. I think they're the better team. I just that stage yeah. would just be too big. Just the yeah. way the Nashville fans are and stuff. It just, I'm happy for the team making it there, but it's a little. Dude, even
1: much. I'm even I'm happy for the Nashville fans, man. I, I I was there at Bridgestone when it first opened the first <laughs> season, bro. When they were doing Fang Fingers. And, uh, and just throwing it up, and they didn't even know what offside was. I invented hockey in Nashville. No, I'm just. I was the coach. I'm of the telling first you, team. bro. I was there the first season. They didn't even know what like. They, they would complain when there was like a like a clear, blatant offside. And they didn't know the rule. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I watched it happen firsthand. And I've watched them evolve over the last, what, decade? Maybe what, it's been like 18 years. In
0: Nashville's defense, every time been I've been down years. there, every, there's 18. always been. It's not many the time hockey's going on. Anytime there's a Nashville game going on, it's jumping coming out of the stadium. They packed that thing. That people, They've earned
1: it. You know, they've earned it. Now, who wants to see Pittsburgh hold up the well, stadium. again? stinks, so. Who wants to see Pittsburgh and Crosby hold up the Cup again? Honestly, around here, no one wants to see that. And is
0: this, this, It's not is just this a like nice a, town. Like, is Nashville
2: a nice town to hang oh, out yeah, in? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, it's nice.
0: Dude, Nashville's sweet.
2: It's nice. Man. I'm just. Okay. Nolan used to okay. live there,
0: so we had a you know home base down there that was free to stay. It's a little pricey. It's
1: it's nice, man. Yeah. But okay, okay. so uh, I think they say yeah. like
0: 12,000 people come in and out of Nashville every five days, tourism wise. What do you got, Wikipedia? Oh wow! Your dad actually told me that. Okay. If you're listening to Mr. Wolchowski, I'm trying to remember what the exact was it 20,000 in 6 days
1: or something? I don't know, man. But okay, so we have a consensus, um, 3 for Nashville and 1 for Pittsburgh. That's not a consensus. Go get them, preds. Go get them. Or a majority, whatever. Majority. The, whatever the fuck. Okay, so <clears throat> Jerry's loser. So Next all right, my life <laughs> I've
0: been a minority. Let's talk.
1: <laughs> wow. Let's talk uh, speaking of that, let's talk I mean who? in the minority. <laughs> let's talk <laughs> speaking of that let's talk nBA um, so Chef we got the Curry finals with the shot boy we got uh we got the trilogy um you know it's been a long time since so we've seen something like this in sports in, in general, but um here it is LeBron versus um, the warriors, you know the big three versus their big whatever you want to call it um. You know, the whole. You, there's a bunch of different narratives you can take with this. You can take the trilogy. You can take the whole Durant thing if you even want to count him with their old beef. Curry versus LeBron. Who's the best? There's a bunch of storylines within the big one. Who's going to win? I'm not going first on this one.
0: Tony, well, you can take it. Yeah, yeah Tony, we, let's, let's we, go. We
1: all know what Frank's going to do. He's going to take LeBron. He loves LeBron. Why don't you make your own pick,
0: buddy? Oh, I will. Okay. Uh, let's see. Cavaliers have LeBron and Kyrie. But and Kevin Love, gonna, and not no and Kevin no Love is really not that no great. Shit, but it's deep. think so? Also, then you got, of course, KD, Draymond Green, Chef Curry, and Klay Thompson on the Warriors. They swept their last two series, or actually three. They have three. That's right. They have they've lost, lost the one game, game at full strength in the last two months, but they've also only played thirteen games in the last like fifty-five calendar days. Yeah. So they're well rested coming in. I'm taking the Warriors in six. Interesting prediction. Go ahead, buddy. Krasik, you got any thoughts on this? I don't know if you get basketball out on the West Coast.
2: Oh, we we get basketball, and it's still just as bad out here as it's been everywhere else in the country. There's, there's you know, what I mean, you watch the game. So let's let's put it this way. I, I was sitting on, uh, I was sitting sitting on duty, <laughs> and. Uh, a couple of guys who were very into basketball put the game on, and and you know it was the it was game one of the Celtics and the Cavs, and it was like right from the right from the beginning, I was like God, you know the Cavs are just going to destroy him, man, and, and like Boston was trying, man, their fans or their fans would get cheering when they got within twenty points, uh, you know, what I mean like like within down twenty points, uh, when it was a guy, I mean it's just the whole playoff, man, has just been terrible for the NBA. I, I remember watching a little bit of the Utah series as well with the Golden State. And it was like, Golden State played the worst possible game they could. And, Golden, and Utah was playing the best possible game they could. And, uh, and Golden State still won by 15. So it's like, what the hell are we watching? So, uh, it, if you ask me, it's about time. It's about time. The two, the two monsters clash. It's about time we get like at least one series in this, this NBA playoff. Uh, and so with that um it's it's a, it's a grudge. it's the uh where they call it the uh the grudge match the rubber match or oh, the rubber match thank you yeah the rubber match it is match.
0: also a grudge match best right. two out of three so
2: so yeah so so this one this one takes best out of three who knows if everybody stays we we could see a fourth but uh it, you know Sure, the Cavs have one loss, but it's like, okay, they, they forgot there's like, a game that night maybe. I don't know. Like, did they call the whole team up 20 minutes before be like, Hey, uh, you guys might get to the locker room. We had a game tonight against Boston. Well, LeBron like, just oh, had shit, a horrible yeah.
0: games, the only thing that happened. And Marcus yeah. Smart, who's not a good three-point shooter, made seven threes in the third quarter. Something ridiculous like that.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding, man. I'm just saying, oh, like... I'm pretty sure you that, could that, check
0: Marcus Smart three, three-point line.
2: I All, all I'm saying is... Uh, to me, they're both undefeated. They they beat Boston so bad. I, I'm willing to just forget that one game they lost against Boston, and say there's two teams that rolled through everybody. And uh, I, I want to let it play out, but I, I gotta take the Warriors with the addition of KD, them being healthy. I think I think Curry was wasn't wasn't he like banged up with an ankle last year? Um
1: well, you can't let it play out, Joe. This is a
2: prediction. You gotta you can't let it play out. You gotta make the call. Well, I'm about to. I asked the question. For... Don't answer me. All right. Yeah, there was talk about uh, that, so, so, but really. So I, I think I think I think they're I think a healthy Warriors team uh, takes it. I think they're a little worn out last year. This year they're fresh. I think I think there's too many too many weapons on the Warriors uh, roster. Um, they're they're going to play much better defense than the Celtics did, and they're going to be able to run uh, run up the scoreboard uh, along with the Cavs. Uh, something Boston couldn't do. Uh, so I'm gonna go with the Warriors in five.
0: You make a five? That's actually the worst odds. Like not, it's the best odds for that happening, but it's the worst way to get your money back. It's like two and a half to one of the Warriors in five. That's what Vegas thinks it's gonna be. Is what I'm trying to say. But um, <sighs> I like the point you make about defense. The thing with the Warriors' offense and stuff, which actually, uh, the Cavs have copied a little bit. Um, where's I going with this? Well, the Warriors are playing, have in these three years, they lead the league in defense like every year. They're like a great defensive team, and nobody ever gives them credit for it because they're always scoring all these points. And they're shooting so fast at so their team. But if you're looking at like points per possession, it's all turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like the Warriors are killing it. They got yeah, 16 point differential. But the thing is, the Cavs now saw that model, and what they did was they built a Golden State like team around LeBron, but the difference is they have LeBron. You know what I mean? Like they got Kyle Korver yeah. who can shoot threes, Darren Williams can shoot threes, Richard Jefferson is shooting the three. They shoot more threes in Golden State and they hit them at a higher clip now. As they shot more threes over the season, and that's crazy to think about with them. But go ahead. I think this series is mostly going to just come down to has KD finally taken that step. They when him and uh, they made it before and they got they won the first game I think, but then they got swept after that when they played Miami when he's in OKC 2010 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Whenever KD made it last time, he just wasn't ready for that stage. The question is, KD's made that jump to be ready for the stage, and he can check LeBron, so Draymond Green doesn't have to. And like, Clay Thompson's got to get it going, but. Well, you look at
2: vastly different teams though, too. I mean, look, look who look who KD's got surrounding. You know, surrounding yeah. him versus who he had surrounding him down in uh, OKC. I mean, yeah, he had Russell Westbrook, but it's like now he's got a bona fide championship roster around him and it, the experience is there the the maturity is there uh you know there's, there's a system in place and he's he's fit right in and uh and i you know obviously yeah being older too, I, him personally he's ready I, I agree with you jerry i'm just saying like you gotta, look at the, you gotta look at the rosters too i think uh he's he's in a much better position now than he was to start the series back with okc yeah.
0: The thing is, I still, I mean, I honestly, I was looking at all the odds for the different possibilities, and it's like 7-1 to one that the Cavs win in 6 or 7 and stuff like that, but honestly, I think this series, you can put your money on either side, and it's about 50-50 about who's going to win. Personally, I think this is a toss-up, because they're both really good teams, and they both shoot the 3 so much, if one of them goes cold, they're screwed. You know, like Kevin Durant's gonna pretty much have to. I don't. It's. I can't really. I'm not
1: gonna. Whenever you're done, I'm not gonna walk the line like you guys all are. I'm just gonna make a stance. So go ahead.
0: I really don't have have a a seesaw on
1: your way from frickin' Washington.
0: I got the Cavs and six. I want the Warriors to win though.
1: Okay. Jeez. But uh, before Dancing you go, Frank, because
0: I know you're going to make a bunch of bold statements, I'm going like, to take two quick points. I'm just going to pr- make a prediction. Like, number one, I hate how we talk about these mega teams when what we're watching is literally the same thing as Celtics, Lakers in the 80s. And I feel like some people, instead of enjoying the moment of seeing two great teams battle every year and, like, imagine how cool this rivalry is for these guys. Instead of living in the moment, we overanalyze now, and that's killing it. Like, oh, shit, der- now, is the NBA even cool? Yeah, so the rest of the NBA season sucked. I agree, but these... Four to seven games are going to be sick, and it might be worth it. Number two, all the people that say you can't compare LeBron to Jordan need to get off their high horse because I think LeBron, at this point, might be the better basketball player. Okay.
1: I think for, just to those points that you and Joe both kind of alluded to, I think that it's in, – in basketball, I think it's very ridiculous that it can be a sport where you can watch two teams and you just – almost for a brute fact, know that one team just isn't going to win. You don't see that in hockey. You don't see that in football, hardly, and you don't. You just don't see it. In basketball, you just know, like Utah, you, they just aren't going to win. They just won't, and that's stupid. And, yeah, it is good to see this match, but, it, I mean, God, it took a whole regular season to just get down to this, so I guess it's how it works, but I think there definitely needs to be some more parity. We've talked about that for, like, two, years now. But, anyways, to this series um, – <clears throat> Cavaliers in six is my prediction. Um, I get that there's uh, world-class players on both sides, um, but I'm just going to stand by my guys, man. You got LeBron, Love, and Irving, uh, the snipers that Jerry listed, all those three-point shooters. And then you got my man Thompson uh, on the offensive boards. He's been playing out of his mind on the offensive glass, um, cleaning up after whatever those guys don't make. Um, it's going to be a good series. I think that the Warriors will make it competitive, but I think uh, uh, Curry and Durant. I mean, even though uh, Curry got the first one on LeBron, he showed last year that he folded. He choked. Um, Durant, when he you guys brought up 2010, I don't even like doing that, but he he choked too. Um, LeBron has an aura about him. He's in the he's in the final prime of, of his career. Maybe maybe next year might be the final prime. But he's in the very prime of his career. He's on a mission, and he makes those guys crack, man. You can compare them all you want, but um, at the end of the day, one guy's got to rise and one guy's got to fall, and if you're going to pick anybody but LeBron James, I feel bad for you. Cavs and six at the most. I I wanted to say five, but I want to give myself a little leeway. That's my little dance. Uh, Cavs and six for sure. No
0: doubt. So we're split. Jerry and Frank taking the Cavs, me and Joe taking the Warriors. Yeah, I hate being wishy-washy, but I honestly think this is 50-50. You could flip a coin on this one. LeBron, man. There's just two. I, te- There's eight All Stars between the two teams. You just have both the All Star rosters playing each other, but this time they're actually going to play defense. I'm sorry, you can take your boy Draymond Green. I want him to
1: win. Day the truth. He might be the reason why they don't win, man. He's a fucking dude. He's a heart and soul be of that character team. issued fucking thug. Okay. Oh, character issued thug. Now, really, Frank?
2: They all really?
0: Jr. Smith shooting threes. Really- it's just, it's gonna be crazy. I'm just excited that we're finally gonna see good basketball.
1: Because those teams
2: – Yeah, it's like
1: – like, Utah – Well, it, it took a, like, 140 games. Yeah, I was about to say – I can't imagine being on those rosters
0: point. and <laughs> just starting game one. Just We got 82 more of these, and then we got to win 12 playoff games. So we got to at least – You could have picked a, a – toddler eight, could have 90, picked this fu- series final. played basically finals. play
1: 100 <laughs> games, and then – Oh, yeah, there was – like, What do you think is going to make it to the finals? Uh, a seven-year-old could have picked it. A five-year-old.
0: The thing is, what's really crazy is Golden State actually played better when KD was out, and they could go back to their normal splash brother style. There's like too scene.
1: much going on over there in Golden State. Those hippie boys. There's too many. There's too much firepower, man. One one. They're one folds. There's all too much fold. firepower it's too much going the on. The thing is the Cavs have
0: the firepower match, but like LeBron,
1: they got an alpha dog and that's LeBron. Even though Irving is always there to clean up when LeBron spills his milk, Ir- Irving's always there, but they have one alpha dog and a team that's well, solid no, as yeah. hell. There's a bunch of wannabe alpha dogs over there. That's what I, I'm saying.
0: I agree with you. It's like the ham and egg thing in golf. When you're playing a basketball, you want your partner to pick you up on your bad holes. In this scenario, LeBron James, the one thing he's not good at and why I always gets knocked is in the fourth quarter, he's not that clutch. I mean, he has a sweet black people. Kyrie is but the thing is, LeBron's just not that good of a shooter. There's no such thing as a clutch gene. Like When Kyrie made that three-pointer last year to win the thing when he juked him and hit that three, it had nothing to do with the defense. Kyrie's probably shot that shot in the gym 30,000 times in his life. The fact of the matter is, LeBron being bigger, it's harder to shoot. He's just not a good shooter, so he's not clutching clutch time. He'll be he the sh- guy to
1: sprint down there and tomahawk the ball. Yeah, the so that's why court, he gets yeah. this
0: whole knock. Oh, Jordan! Look, look what Jordan did in the fourth quarter. You remember when LeBron put up twenty nine straight on the Pistons, like the defensively renowned Pistons? I mean, there's some questionable travels in that game, <laughs> but like <laughs> I was to say, yeah, because he guys able to pick up the ball, talking on his arm like I kind of you. Finally came run- around. I lost my point, but Kyrie Irving is—he's not clutch. He's just a good enough shooter, and he can create his own shot. And if Kevin you know what Love I'm could like, even
1: stand his own ground, if he could just be like somewhat of Kevin Love and just play good and shoot, shoot, Kevin Love almost ended up on the Warriors. Well, yeah, if he can just make some threes and play good, man, and just clean up like you know, like the best ball theory you bring up, just do his part at least. I think yeah, no, be fine. like he
0: just has to score points and creep those steals
1: like he did. I don't not be a bitch.
0: LeBron's the one that's a bitch.
1: Okay, yep. no you have no point. <laughs> LeBron,
0: okay. LeBron will like get up in fucking Steph Curry's face, but then when Draymond tries to get up in his
1: face, he runs away. He's a little bitch boy, dude. He when did he ever run away from from them? Last year, that's, dude. That's hyperbole. Last year, no. He, didn't. he would get yeah, up he in Steph's face, that in that game and then four. when Draymond show came me LeBron over, puckering up against him, there's no way.
0: There was that time he was talking to the ref and trying to say his foul, and Draymond walked up and he did like little. Dude, LeBron
1: does not give a fuck about Day Day. He does not care.
0: They've, I think they put, a, like, $1,000 on the first finals. LeBron James, LeBron James and Day Day are, like, no, it was, like, 1,000 bottles of wine or something like that. I don't remember the bet, but all I know is they, like, bet on it, but they couldn't do money because that's, like, illegal or something. But – Or We're LeBron had to come that. out and be on Draymond's podcast, but they're actually – I'm trying to say they're boys. So the thing is, everybody in the NBA is boys now. There's no hatred.
2: Well – I, I thought this I thought this bullshit he got suspended though. That was that was the but you know like the reason he supposedly hit him in the in the in the you know lower area. Well, dude, yeah, uh, he's got character is because issues. like LeBron purposely, like walked over him.
0: <laughs> yeah, no the thing is Everybody makes fun of Draymond for that stuff and says like oh he can't control himself, but that like that attitude that Draymond has is the only reason he succeeded in life. Like he almost didn't get a college basketball scholarship. He was almost like a he would have gone to Kentucky when Kentucky stunk before they got Calipari. State dropped a guy so state offered him a scholarship. He played huge in the, as a freshman. As a sophomore he led the team. He made the game-winning pass like Draymond's needed that chip on his shoulder. Without that chip, Draymond's like 350 pounds, and so working at the McDonald's in Saginaw right now. Seriously, he without that attitude that he got from his mom, he's nothing. This is a biography. He's 6'7", and he, he Autobiography. 1 through 4. He's Everybody makes fun of it when you say it, but he's really a really poor version of Magic Johnson. That's what he is. He can play the one through five. He can guard the one through five. He can pass. He looks a little awkward when he shoots. He can bang threes sometimes, but he's also really inaccurate. Gets us- And can rebound. Gets suspended when his team needs him the most. No, Magic didn't do that, but Magic did get AIDS and ruin the Showtime Lakers.
1: I don't think something in common. They both fucked up. Well, I
0: mean, the one thing about Draymond, alluding to what Jerry said, is... I've heard, there's some people that will say like to win a championship, you need like that one guy, Tristan Thompson, who like kind of walks on the edge the whole, Tristan like, it's J.R. Smith that makes that team beat that shirtless crazy motherfucker. Yeah. He's like, he's the guy that has like the edge and Jason Smith. Terry for the mass back in the day. You we need- had Sheed. Yeah. You need that guy who kind of walks on the edge and Ron Artest for the Lakers the one time. It's like he go he walks Bruce that Boland tries to walk that fine line between tough and physical and dirty. Oh, he's dirty. There's no doubt about it. I saw a clip and it was talking about uh like look at this uh, cheap shot LeBron took on or Draymond took on James Harden and early in the week James Harden was talking about how his wrist was sore so Draymond just walked by and smacked the shit out of it. <laughs> but I mean I'm into that kind of thing. You know me, so. But, yeah, no, I just think that LeBron is the best player in the world, and that's who I'm going to take in a game that's five-on-five. Five. Like, we're talking about the lack of parity to be able to predict the finals. The fact of the matter is, like, in hockey, yeah, it's five-on-five, five, but you have that six-man, you have a goalie blocking the rim. So that is the great equalizers if you have a sweet goalie, right? In basketball, it's five-on-five, on five, so one person can truly dominate. Like, in football, that's not possible. We have too many people. And baseball, God
1: knows if we even care about that. What are the Tigers doing? Blowing... All right. themselves we're not bringing them onto the show we this is two topic show is anything else uh anybody else want to get anything off their chest about either either sport either final this is your chance to do it i mm.
2: think i think uh
1: i think it's <laughs>
0: ridiculous that it's like 10 days between the end of those series and the start of the finals
2: yeah wh- where did this all come from that, that's a I, actually that was something to bring up it's funny now that the penguins all banged up, you know, needing some maybe need some time. I was about they the get NBA, like but. ten fucking days until the finals. But back when the Wings in '09 uh, were a little banged up like and everything, day. you know, yeah, did we play back surgery. to back games
0: to start one of the series? Didn't we play them back to back? Yeah, they had a day off and
2: played back to back. They played. They they had, they had two days off from the conference final after one in five games, and then they played back to back to start. Yeah, well, with the NBA, what
0: they do is before the season even starts, they say the finals is going to start on this date. So if every game is a sweep, you could potentially end up with like a couple weeks off. They say the finals going to start like last year was June 6th. This year it's June first. So no matter what happens, they have a finals date set in stone. Specifically, I think so they can end later than the NHL. So because there's a lot of sports fans that like hockey better than basketball. I mean, there's not that many, but like there's enough that are still sports fans that if NBA is the only action in town, they're going to watch it. So yeah. they don't want to compete basically.
2: I know, I'm just saying, like... Oh, no, this, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Shade. They do shady things. Peng, like Penguins go to seven games, and they get this much time off. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Oh, no, Batman definitely loves the Penguins. There's no doubt in my mind that they rigged the election so they could get Crosby after the lockout. I mean, I can't prove it, and that's a conspiracy oh, yeah. theory, but we know well, what they, they 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 tanked.
2: They tanked. You, you know they they tanked hard. They did the same thing for Marlemy back Mew uh, back in the 80s.
0: No, but Crosby, that was literally a lottery where they... Because it was after the... Year they got canceled because of the lockout, so everybody had a chance. At the number everybody pick. had the same chance at the
2: number one pick that year.
0: And so they somehow- got lucky,
2: but I think, but I, it wouldn't surprise me if they pulled some strings here and there. I mean, the they, they, Pittsburgh's known for tanking to get top picks, like well, like I mean- tanking hard, like like losing on purpose in games. Not like at the end of the year where the Red Wings won, like you know, two to the last three and fuck themselves out of like the you know probably being number six instead yeah. of number <laughs> nine. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: Red Wings can't even lose correctly at this point. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was gonna. say. Well, that- at
2: least we have some sportsmanship. I mean, yeah, we say we're like, ah, fuck, we should have, we should have tanked harder. We could have gotten a top pick. But I mean, who's the no now? Because you look at you look at uh, uh, New Jersey or or Philadelphia, who were should have been ranked behind us, and they ended up being number one, number two. So I mean, it it, it shows that you can't really tank. You know, I mean, it shows that there's, there's one draft. Topic, but if where, you want to
0: end tanking, what you would do is you just make the lottery equal chances. You would sh- make the lottery smaller. So everybody who doesn't make the playoffs is in the lottery. You would just go like the bottom 10 teams. But it's just
2: each team yeah. gets a ball and you just pick them out of there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the thing essentially is, that's what happened. They, basically, I mean, though, then like the Colorado, Colorado, that thing tanked. Like you look at Colorado's roster. You're like, there's no fucking way you should be like the, having 20 wins in, the, in an 82 game season. Uh, and and there they are sitting at number four, missing out on the, the top pick. So fuck them. Yep. Fuck Colorado. Fuck all of them.
1: Okay, well we got to end it. Let's end it on some positive energy. Um,
0: positive energy. We went to the Kentucky Derby. I bet on the horse that won the whole thing, so that's pretty cool. I had some losers had, out there you too. You couldn't. You, you had you to throw it in there, huh? I I can't disclose that for tax
1: purposes, but I, I okay. did all right. Yeah, it was a good okay. time. We had a good time. I'll,
0: I'll tell you one thing though: if you're like a fan of gambling, not an addict, like a fan of it, there's no greater feeling than putting fifty dollars on a twenty to one long shot and seeing them come around the turn and start gaining on that first spot. You know what I'm saying? That's uh that's a rush. I'll never. I mean, I'm going to go to the Kentucky Derby again. But if you're a sports fan, or even if you're not, you should just go. Like the culture of the whole thing, it is probably. I've been to many different sporting events, and that's by far my favorite thing I've ever done in my entire life.
1: And if you do go in the general population, you don't have a bunch of money to spend in the upper deck, bring a chair. And if you don't bring a chair, tailgate longer or show up a little bit later closer to the race because guys start dropping like flies when you're in your mid-20s. It's a long day, is the point. The race doesn't start until 6.45, we'll leave it at that but Tony anything else Joe anything else we got to wrap this up because we have a we have a conference call after this in regards to our future oh, plans on The, the real
0: quick Frank almost he put on what was looking at Lee oh yeah looking at Lee who I think went off at the end of a 33 to 1 underdog and it came in second if he would have put it on it just to place instead he would have won 11 to 1 on that but at one point looking at Lee Frank was about to be a rich man like a very rich man <laughs> $50 would have won you 30 I mean anybody can do that I think it's about 1500
2: yeah i got one last thing what uh it's memorial day weekend so to all the service members oh, out yeah. there yeah. ladies and for gentlemen sure. thank Sorry. you for your service no thank you and service, uh, show
0: you don't have to get we thank you <laughs> yeah <You're laughs> the i want this in the marines i do a lot of different jobs <sighs> in my life but there ain't no way i'm signing up for that shit
2: well yeah. either way and hey, th- to, to all the fellow warriors out there thank you and uh continue to fight the good fight
1: yeah and try to stay safe that's a good way to, uh, speaking of pause. that's a good way to end it. Thank, yep. Thank you for your yep. service. And uh, let's do that conference call and have Tony pay some bills. All right. Yes. As we said, we got some big things coming up
0: for the show. Hopefully we'll be able to reveal them soon. And until then, you can find the show at com, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash RevolutionarySportsRun, Twitter.com slash podcast. You can email the show directly, RevolutionarySportsFront at gmail.com. Don't at me. <laughs> you can uh, download and listen to the show and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. And Detroit City FC won one nothing in their... Dude, nobody cares. Get off the air. <laughs>
1: Turn this mic off.
0: Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a part of the Sports Revolution. <laughs> Adios, Adios
1: amigos.